it's memory from friends abroad relationship school i am a fan of um quality life because i have learned through experience that it is helpful to have a self connection and to have a strong self relationship in order to create other relationships and also to connect with others same thing and in effect to have a quality life and when we talk about a quality life we are talking mainly about a state of unconditional peacefulness and for many we don't realize that peacefulness is actually a skill um it's it's a state of being but it's also a skill because it's something you have to learn to to do or to learn to achieve why do you have to learn that skill or why are we saying it's a skill because life is full of difficult challenges or experiences that are unwanted and because we encounter challenges we can find ourselves agitated distressed and most of the time we can focus on that distress and stay stuck and what then happens is that we get ill from depression from anxiety and other conditions that will come about from our challenged physiological state so how do we cultivate unconditional peacefulness when we know that we have life experiences that are outside our control we need tools to self manage and this is an ongoing topic many of us read a lot about trauma we read a lot about relationships we read a lot about life experiences that can challenge us however what we need is something a step further to read and also to have tools to acquire tools to use rather than just to have a knowledge of trauma because a knowledge of trauma on its own is not going to help you to have a quality life some people are if are degreed or mastered or phd in um you know in psychology but they struggle to manage their emotions i actually was talking to a friend about this the other day um ab about the issue of emotional intelligence and sh she was talking to me about uh, people with a background of psychology who still struggle with emotions the fact that someone has studied a subject a topic doesn't necessarily mean to say that they are able to regulate emotions um it would take someone who has then taken this step further to actually utilize their education to improve their quality of life it's like people who work in the medical field or uh, health healthcare some people they do not follow what they teach other people so that that's the same thing basically so we need tools and the tools that we need are tools that allow us to practice the dichotomy of control which is what i say that is the best concept to apply if you want to have a peaceful life uh, in in that 
it allows you or invites you to take responsibility and in taking responsibility you access tools um, to regulate and manage yourself so the first thing we need to do when we are trying to achieve a state of peacefulness unconditional peacefulness in our lives is to create or improve an healthy emotional baseline that's the first thing we need to do those are the tools that we need and in our community we encourage that through self-care and um, in self-care we've got the uh, the sift same to the gratitude the affirmations the intentions the vision boards you know uh, kindness love on three levels um, that's all self-care catharsis and so forth and um, self-parenting is, is important because, as usual, we view ourselves as a child um, who needs looking after. And it is our responsibility to also look after this child. So what do we need? We need um, acceptance to ensure unconditional peacefulness. And acceptance means that we know or we appreciate that things will happen that are unwanted and we need to be able to accept all the things that we can change and we cannot change both of them and then we let go of things that we cannot change so that we don't uh, try to control outcomes we accept that experiences will vary from time to time Life is not constant. Things are just not going to be the same each and every time. So we need to accept that variation and, um, and that there will be a change for the better depending on how we look at the situation. So there are two sides to every situation. Every subject is really two subjects. One side of it, one end of the stick is the problem and the other end is the solution. So what we do is that we look at the problem and this is why we have got a sift same tool. We accept that there is a challenge, we are triggered and we go through the physiological um, assessment because the trigger will affect us, our physiology. So we go through the physiological assessment and then we create solutions, having identified unmet needs from our childhood. And then we problem solve, we reframe, and we do catharsis, we shake off the trauma, and we soothe the inner child. That's what happens. And um, that's the second level from improving the emotional baseline. This is now a tool of acceptance of managing the trigger itself. And then we need to practice self-care again to keep practicing self-care so that we sustain um, that emotional baseline. Um, and we also need tools to manage um, distress like in an emergency, as I say, you need a first aid toolkit for emotions. And that might look like including parts of SIFT-SAM and some uh, holistic approaches that are fit for purpose for you, things that you like. 
Yes, we use five love languages and five senses, but what is it in the five love languages and five senses that apply to you that might not apply to me? It's like I might say that when I'm feeling cold and probably miserable, I might make myself a cup of Yorkshire tea, but you might want coffee. So that, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to look into that is fit for purpose for you. And what you want to do also is that you want to know that problems can be solved. That's what you do when you practice unconditional peacefulness. You know that there's a problem, but this is just a challenge and it can be solved. So you apply solutions and then you also apply resourcefulness. You seek help where you can't really help yourself. And you also go on the second level to others for support and you go on the third level and love others without expecting anything in return. And you know that when you are triggered, tomorrow will be completely different. The trigger is not going to go on and on. And that's what people do when they practice unconditional peacefulness. They know life will happen, but they apply tools to manage themselves. They don't stay stuck in the problem. On the other side are people who will look outside themselves to change their situation. So they are triggered, these people, just like any one of us, we all get triggered. We all get through, you know, similar life experiences. You know, there are things that are going to happen that are outside our control. But the problem is that when you are not connected, which is different from people who practice unconditional peacefulness, when you are not connected, what will happen is you focus on the problem and you stay on the problem. And you find someone to blame. In a situation, the first thing that, you, that comes to your mind is, my partner is doing this, my child is doing this, that person is doing this. This is what people do when they are not in a state of, um, you know, when they haven't got tools to practice um, acceptance and peacefulness. So they might also blame themselves well, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that. They cannot make peace with the past or with who, with where they are. So rather than accept that the past happened, which is what people who practice unconditional peacefulness do, the past happened and I cannot change it. These people who struggle will focus on the past. They did this to me. They did this to me. And they will focus on what's happening now. Oh, it's a problem. Oh, my God, I, I don't know what I'm going to do about this rather than move towards the solution and say, okay, this is happening. I'll mourn a little bit and then I'll move towards the problem. So they are focused on an outcome and also they are focused on, on the des next destination. They've got destination addiction. So they want the next level to be happy. They want more money to be happy. They want a relationship to be happy. They want to have a certain partner to be happy. Everything has to change for them to say, I am at peace. The only challenge with that is by the time that they get to that next level, they, by the time that they get to the place where they are longing to be, that they've been miserable enough to, to work towards, they are not happy when they get there. 
because they are exhausted. And and sometimes it's just not worth it. It feels like, well, you know, I worked too hard for this. Anyway, it's here. There's no like, oh my God, I got this now. I, I feel so blessed. I feel so grateful. I feel so appreciative. No. A partner does something that they don't want. Oh my God, he's doing one, two, three. I wish he could do one, two, three. The partner then does that. Oh God, I wish now he could do one, two, three. They are always moving goalposts. Nothing is good enough. And the problem is when you do that, when you have got destination addiction and you are always waiting for something better, you get depressed, you get anxious, and you are unhappy in your life. Your life is full of complaints rather than just look at what you have sometimes. When you have accumulated a lot of debt, um, and I'm not talking about um, you know money, I'm talking about psychological debt. It might take a while for you to get to a different place. So you need to be kind and compassionate to yourself and just use affirmations, use gratitude every day and, you, you know, use appreciation. See what people are doing. That is right. Focus on the positive a little bit. Notice the negative. Soothe yourself and focus on the positive so that you create future DNA of positives instead of wallowing in these negatives. Because the more you beat the drum on the negatives, the more they are going to accumulate throughout your whole life. Whereas if you now change from this moment onwards and you look at things differently, you develop a positive attitude and you change your behavior to be positive so that you create new outcomes, you will see something different in the near future. And you need also to know that, like I said, because you have accumulated debt, you are now planting a new seed. You want to give that seed an opportunity to germinate and then to sprout and then to grow and then to create fruit and then to ripen. That would take a bit of time. It's not going to be something that's just going to be constant. It's something that requires you to be patient, to know that the situation was different then, but if I practice gratitude for 28 days, I want to see what happens. Just gratitude. See less of what is doing wrong or what she's doing wrong. See more of what she's doing right. Honey, I noticed that you brought me oranges. Oh my God, I love them. Next time though, if you can also bring me bananas because I love bananas more, but I really appreciate that today you brought me oranges. I think that will make someone feel appreciated and it also makes you feel good. What we don't realize is as we are negative or practice negativity, we punish ourselves. We don't do ourselves any favors. We are actually being non-compassionate to ourselves. We are being unkind to ourselves. Why? Because any negative thought that you think, any negatives that you actually inflict on others, any damage you want to inflict on others, it starts in yourself. It starts in yourself. It doesn't start in the next person. And when you are faced with a person, like for example, like me, I've got tools to regulate myself. So if you come to me and you attack me, 
I'm not saying that I won't feel it, but I will be able to parent myself quickly. I'm able to assess what you are saying to me, and I'm able to choose and pick what really applies to me and what doesn't. I can practice compassion for you, and I can parent myself, and I can tell myself that she didn't mean it, he didn't mean it, um, and, you know, this is not about me. You know, I'm really sorry that they might be going through something and I hope they get well from it. And that's it. And I'm fine. I get on with my day. Everything is always working out for me. I go on like that. And the problem is you are struggling, but you are saying I'm angry with her. But I don't know that anymore because I've already parented myself. So it is very important that we know that the anger, the negatives, Anything that we inflict on others, we are actually punishing ourselves because unless the other person, person perceives it as harmful, it might not impact them at all. So it's very important that we are kind and compassionate to ourselves in order to practice a state of peacefulness. The problem with, um, again, when you are not able to, to, um, to accept any negatives, you try to control outcomes, you try to control others, you try to control externals, and you are struggling within yourself, and your emotions and your thoughts and your behaviors are just chaotic. Why? Because you are addicted to chaos. Everything is drama. Everything is a nightmare. Everything is a problem. Everything is a challenge. Everything is a complaint. Everything requires someone to vent to. And everything is everyone else's fault, unfortunately. That is because you are disconnected. Because when you are connected to yourself, you take responsibility for your behavior. And if you are someone like what I'm learning within myself, I rarely point fingers. I can notice that someone has done something, but I also, I sift Sam and I say, well, the thing about it is if I were in their shoes, what would I do? For example, I had to take my, my daughter somewhere and she was away, you know, and then she decided that she wanted to come last minute. And my first thought was that when she sent me a text message that she wasn't coming the time that we'd agreed was, this is not my problem. This is your issue. So, you know, I can just send you a text message and say, well, whatever. And then I decided if I send that message, what is my intention? And what's going to happen? We'll have a problem and then we go on this journey and we have a problem on the journey, you know, and there's no, uh, you know, there, there, there's no harmony there. And I don't want that because it doesn't make me feel good. And so what I did was I waited. Phone calls were made, blah, blah, blah. And I left them like that. And then she came in and I said, to her, do you feel that this is um, this is right, though, because we don't know what's going to happen in traffic? You know, and, and my aim in that moment was a little bit controlling. I wanted someone to say, yes, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not right. You know, <laughs> I wanted someone to say they, 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 they were not right. And she, she, she owned up. She owned the experience. And that was very true. But I averted a disaster. I could have been controlling and shouting and all that. But I've learned that if I'm shouting, I'm just shouting at myself. I just don't feel good. I feel ill if I start shouting at somebody. So I need to take care of myself first. And sometimes people think that I am taking care of them, but actually no, I'm taking care of myself because I don't want the discomfort that comes with shouting at people, with being angry at people. So if it's too much, I just leave it there. And then I create a loving boundary when I'm calmer, when I've parented myself, when I reassured memory that, you know, there's nothing there for you to control. So we need to make peace with where we are. 
and we, with what we want. And rather than focus on externals, we focus on ourselves and take responsibility. I'm fully, I'm feeling this way. That moment when I was feeling the way I was feeling, it wasn't actually my daughter in that moment. It was me. It was me in my childhood, not being listened to, not being heard, not being understood and being out of control, not being able to control anything because people would do what they want in my life. That was the same thing that came to me. And I decided I'm not that little girl anymore. I'm now a mother and I'm now a parent and I am now an adult. So I don't need to revert to that behavior. I can have a conversation when I'm settled. And that is what I did because this is what I'm learning to do. Rather than blame someone for how I am feeling because I chose in that moment how I wanted to feel. I decided that I don't want to feel good. So I've got a way to resolve this without it escalating. So I'm going to manage it like this. I'm going to wait. I don't like arguing with people on the phone because it doesn't help. So I waited until she got home and we had a brief conversation in a, you know, in a minute, it was all resolved and we went on our way and we were lucky. And in the car, I said, let's segment intend here. How do you want things to go where you are going? And, and she, initially she didn't know. And she, then she said to me, and I, then I said to her, do you not want things to work out? Do you not want there to be ease of traffic on the road? Do you not want there to be um, kindness and, and you know and friendliness and we agreed and that's what we did and we listened to Abraham and we got there and there was just ease no questions asked because we created that DNA we are learning unconditional peacefulness or I am learning unconditional peacefulness so that wherever I go I need to set the DNA for where I am going before I go there which is why we do self-care every day to delete what we've done before, the states that we've lived through, and to create new DNA so that wherever we are going tomorrow, the day after, and the next month, and all that, they are all much calmer. Why? Because when you are calmer in yourself, that is exactly the state that you see externally. Because what we see in the world, in our partners, in our children, is a reflection of what is inside of us. People around us will behave and mirror our inner states. And that's what we need to work towards. So it is important that we remove victim mindset and we remove complaints and we minimize anxiety and depression because we are trying to control and control others. And the reason why we struggle with trying to control others is because we cannot also con control ourselves. When we are disconnected, we cannot control what's happening in our bodies. So I cannot calm myself down because my daughter has done this. So what I do now, in order for me to soothe myself, I then pounce on my daughter and then we have a problem. And this is how I feel like I have resolved the issue. But actually, I am suffering inside after doing that. But I have resolved it using my childhood strategies. That is the thing. How? By trying to control someone else. By trying to, 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 um, to, to make someone behave. That's what we do. We use other people or externals to hide behind in order to make excuses and say, you did this and I don't feel good now. You are misbehaving, so I'm not happy now. No, you are not happy because you are not happy.
I am not happy because I'm not happy, not because someone did something, because I can look at what they are doing and ask myself, what is within my control and what is outside my control and what is my business in this situation? And then I can take myself out of that and I can then live my life, you know. It doesn't matter whether it's a child, a husband, a parent. You can do the same everywhere you are. You can choose what to focus on. Whether you want to focus on a solution, do I need to create a boundary here? Do I need to let this go? Do I need to choose my battle or do I need to suffer? Sometimes we choose to suffer in our own lives. We do. It's a choice to suffer because someone is doing something. Because you can choose to look at the other side of things. If it's a relationship, you can choose to detach and just focus on observing what this person is doing and how you are feeling. And if you feel that, you don't feel good around what they are doing, you can decide, I don't think I want this. Because in my body, we are peaceful. Between me and me, I'm connected and I'm happy. So if someone else is now coming and disturbing that happiness, I don't think I can put up with that. So I need to let them go and then I can meet someone who can make me happy when they come. You know, there's no rush because I'm happy with myself, which is another important aspect again. Because we are struggling inside. We are not struggling externally. It's not other people. Because what happens is when we are struggling inside and then we, we feign a sense of calm sometimes and peacefulness, we end up passive-aggressive. Because we cannot set boundaries, because we want to please other people, and so that people we can, can view us as someone who's got it together. And we are wearing a mask, and a, we wear, we've got this public persona um, that, you know, people need to see that we need to maintain. But then inside, inward, we are very judgmental, and we lack tolerance in some cases. And we've got a lot of um, intolerance for discomfort. But we pretend. We pretend so that people can say, oh my God, this person is so amazing. But the problem, again, as I said, is you end up with depression. You end up with anxiety. Because you are struggling on your own, on the inside. So... It is important to cultivate and to be good in peacefulness and to have those tools, the system too, self-management tools, do self-care and, um, you know, emotional self-control, self-reflection. What am I doing right in my life? What am I doing that I need to improve? Don't punish yourself. You're only human. We are human and this is where it's amazing. We need to acknowledge that we make mistakes and we are human and also that we can grow from our mistakes and be better every day through self-reflection, through owning our experiences and not blaming other people and focusing inwards. When something is happening outside there, let it be a reflection of what's happening inside. So what you do is when you're struggling on the outside, go inwards, go inwards and counsel yourself and parent yourself. Go inwards and reflect and find out why it is happening as it is happening. Go inwards and soothe yourself. Then go outside to others when you have a sense of self, when you are connected, when you and you are both working on the same page. 
you practice self-boundaries. Most of the time we think that we need to practice boundaries on others. No, we need to have boundaries on ourselves. What am I allowing and what am I accepting in my own life? What am I doing that I need to stop? Why am I complaining so much? Why am I challenging other people this much? Why am I trying to control other people? Have boundaries for you for you even the steps they rarely talk about other people reg self-regulation self-management it's a self for a reason self-love it's self-love for a reason it's for you it's for you to manage yourself because you can't change other people out there and then when you've managed yourself you can then go and connect love on three levels Love on the first le second level, love on the third level. Because you are connected from the inside and then you try to connect on the outside. When you and you are together, not when you are struggling and making chaos everywhere, addicted to chaos and drama in your life, fighting with yourself, fighting with people, seeing wrong everywhere you go, you know, people pleasing and pretending that all is well. And then you go out there and pretend to love you can't you have no access to love you are depleted but when you have accessed your love when you have accessed your love within and you have made peace with where you are not the next destination when you've made peace with you it's easy for you to go out there and love and support others because you are connected because you are full because you are not depleted and because one and one are working together. That's very important. Make peace with where you are, not where you want to go. Here and now. Not when I go to America, I will be happy. Be happy now before you go to America. Because this here is your life. You know, you are living right now. By the time you go to America, you might be exhausted with applying for visas and looking for work. And you, you won't be pleased when you go there. Even then, even when you settle there, you might start to feel restless because you didn't make peace with this level. Numbers start from 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. You can't skip 4, this level of 4, and go to 10. You've got to experience it and sit with the discomfort of it and then get to 5 and then go slowly, gradually up to 10. Very important that we make peace with where we are and practice unconditional peacefulness. Life is not going to be straightforward. All of us experience triggers. Things are going to happen, but you need to be accepting and to let go of what you can control and focus and take responsibility on your life where you can control and, take resp and, um, and where your focus should be. I hope that was helpful. And I hope we keep working on ourselves to work on this codependency, which comes from wanting conditions to change so that we can be happy, wanting other people to change so that we can be peaceful. We can be peaceful whether they are behaving or not. The only thing that we can do is to choose who we can let go of and who we are with for life. Like children, you can't get rid of your children. So you've got to find ways to manage yourself. And for our children, most of the time, us parents need to be regulated, especially for our young children. You need to be self-regulated and securely attached. And that will in turn transmit a secure attachment on your child. Your child will calm down 
only if you are calm and securely attached. I have experienced that myself. The more secure I feel in myself, the more calmer my household is becoming. It is up to us as parents. Even if the children are older, you can't change. Their attachment style may be that much, but you can change yours and create a calmer and welcome, homely environment. It's a choice. Whether you want to stay stuck in a state of finding conditions to be happy, or you can learn unconditional peacefulness, knowing that life is not a straight line, but employing tools like Sift Sam and loving on the three levels to help you. Thank you for watching, Kay, and anyone else. Quality life before relationships. Bye-bye.